everybody. Welcome back to the Punk Side Eye Podcast, episode number 122. We're already on fire, and we just pushed record, right, now. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yes, it feels like we've had a whole conversation before we even pushed record. The, sh- the show before the show. Yeah, the That's show right. before the show, yeah. So, okay, as usual, you can reach us at Punk Till I Die Podcast, uh, Punk Till I Die 77 at Gmail, or Punk Till I Die Podcast on Facebook. Leave us a message. I still haven't sent out those stickers that I promised last episode, but they will be soon. Yeah, join I the swear. group. And hey, hey, and Tom, you've got to start posting some more stuff in the group, buddy. My 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 day job has been sucking the life out of me, but it should Aww. be better next week. Yeah, I should have pictures of, of albums and stuff you've bought, right? There should be lots of I stuff could take, you can post. I could take pictures of, like, uh, turds at work. <laughs> I, don't think I don't think we care for that, really, but okay. <laughs> All right. Whatever listen. floats your boat, bud. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, fun, it's funny, Neil, this 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 uh, journey you and I have been on. When we first started doing this podcast, a lot of what we did was sort of um, go into our, you know, digital Rolodexes and, and, like, ask a lot of our musician friends to come on because we didn't, you know, we were kind of working on, you know, kind of building up our, our credibility or whatever. So today's guest was definitely one of the guys that I pulled out of my rock and roll Rolodex. And he was originally rock and on Rolodex. episode... Like it. Rock, rock and, and Rolodex. Rolodex. That's yeah. right. And he was originally on episode 35. But here's the thing. Here's, here's, here's the, the thing that I think is funny is we had a great conversation with him last time and a lot of fun. But I remember at the end of that podcast going, I think Mike might be done playing music. Because okay. I got the impression, I got the impression that he might be ready to walk away. So I was pretty excited a month or so ago when he reached out out of the blue, and I wasn't I wasn't expecting it at all, and said, "Hey, man, we got a new EP coming out." So we are happy to welcome back, like I said, a veteran from episode number thirty-five, and he was more than willing to come on when we were, you know, trying to get our friends to come on and give us credibility. So we're more than thrilled to have him come back to promote his new uh, his new album. So we have Mike Alexander from Hip Shot Killer. How you doing, Mike? I'm very well, thank you very much. It's good, so, to, good to have you back on, my friend. It's good to be back, man. It's I mean, I mean it's it's good to be anywhere, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> well, it's it's funny when I was trying to sell you to Neil the first time around. I'm like, he's a skateboarder. Yeah. I can't remember if you were still skating last year or not. Have you have you been skating through the last year where you could where you could do a lot more stuff outside than in? Even more. Have yeah. you been skating a ton? Yeah, I, yeah a ton like every day for hours oh that's excellent that man right? i'm jealous yeah. i mean great. i try i I, tr- I try to i mean like li- like lately uh the record store that i work at like i kind of i've been picking up a whole lot of hours there so i work all day at the record store come home kick it for a second and then i go out and skate in my neighborhood for at least two or three hours dude I, dude i have to say you that sounds like almost like the perfect punk rock lifestyle right you're, it a, is you're amazing, a musician it? in the it, band it, it, it kind Dude, it kind of rules. Yeah, it, works at a record store yeah. and skates all day. That's just shit. That's he's a mid, he's a mid, he's a middle aged man who works at a record store, skates, plays in a punk rock band, and has cats. It sounds yeah, it sounds like my dream it's job. It's like Neil's. It's like yeah, Neil's yeah, dream. I, it really is. Yeah, I know. You you wouldn't. You, you kind of wonder why I just suffer from just like you know abysmal crippling depression all the time. Too. It, just, <laughs> it doesn't doesn't make any sense. Hey, know? I have to ask. I ha- I have to ask at the record store. Are you one of those record store guys when someone comes in, you just look down your nose at him and say, "No, I'm not selling you that. That sucks." <laughs> <laughs> it is, isn't it? That's you. No, I, mean, I try. I try not to, but I probably I probably come off like that guy sometimes. But I really try not to. No, you know, just fine. because I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, man, people are just in there. Just they're just trying to buy music that they're stoked on. And I'm you know, if they, if they want if they want me to help them get stoked on some other music, like I'm more than happy to do that. You know, like I, I really try not to be like that record store dick. 
yeah. know, that, that people that, uh, that people kind of associate with records. Hey, even, now, what if, I was going to say, nope. even, even even worse than that was the skateboard store dick. <laughs> Who just oh, who just oh, looks who just looks down trucks? on all the kids? Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, now, I mean, <laughs> I mean, as as someone who hangs out in in skate uh, uh, skateboard stores a lot as well, like uh, I don't know, it, it'd be tough to deal with some skateboarders. That's like, true. We're 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 not all awesome. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tom. I took. Over no, I was gonna say, like, somebody comes in and says, "Hey, you know, is there any good local punk rock bands?" You're like, "Well, uh, let me uh, direct you over here to the H section." <laughs> yes. Oh, and this. No. Uh, no, no, I never, never done it. No, well, okay, one time only, one time only. Um, this guy and this dude, like I could tell, like I mean, he had like you know, he had like a seven seconds tattoo, you know, and he was just asking me. I was like, well, who's like a local, like you know, like a like a punk rock band, like you know, kind of like like a Husker Du kind of band, or like a like sounds like Hot Wire Music or something. And I was like, oh man, you know, you check out this band, check out that band, and finally I was just like, well, you know, I'm in this band and. We 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 kind of we kind of sound like everything you're describing. So like, go go ahead and like here here's our here's our record. You don't have to buy it. Please feel free to check it out online first. And and he bought the record and he loved it and he actually sent me a couple of messages about it. So I I, I felt okay about. That. Now he's been stalking uh, you the, ever since. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, I mean, and he's, he's, he's now he's, he's, he's now our drummer. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So, um, yeah. The, that's funny. I'm gonna say, I can't believe you're not more successful, Mike. You don't even push your own album. You're like too shy to even I know, like. Right? Uh, you yeah, could you could be I selling t- you could be selling tens of copies if you were more aggressive. Dude, but I that's just a- fucking hate that. Sh- I, I just hate that shit so much. I mean, I think we yeah, kind of I, talked about this last time. I mean, it's yeah. just, it's just like it's it's like mentally and physically impossible for me to like uh, just sell my band to people just because I just fucking hate that shit, man. Like I I hate that stuff so much. I was just telling someone last week like um a couple of a couple of days before i you know put the record up online or whatnot i was just like man i could i would love to just give someone a thousand dollars and just be like look just do this <laughs> just put yeah. put my record out in the world you know kiss whoever's ass you have to kiss to fucking get it yeah. on the pitchfork or whatever and and just yeah. leave me out of it you know that's what like, publicists I, do I, though I will, isn't it I, it's exactly what publicists. You can give, I think, you can give I think a thousand dollars to us. We'll do it. <laughs> well, I think a thousand bucks will get you a couple of months with a publicist. Though I'm not a positive on that. Um, actually, I actually, I had people. It'd it, it get you a couple months for sure. Yeah, I've had people reach out to me about doing it, but it's such thankless work. I always, you know, we had we even had a couple people on that have done it, and I just remember saying I felt like when I was just doing it for a friend uh, who runs a little label. I felt like such a used car salesman, and it's all like you're basically cold calling people who don't give a crap about you, and you're just basically begging for scraps. And it, it's it, it's a hard job, man. If somebody's a good publicist, they earn their money. I oh, I, dude, I, for sure. I don't hold that against them at all. Um, yeah. Oh, neither, neither do I. I mean, I, I I can't imagine a worse job. Yeah, I really can't. And I'm, well, I've it, worked for murderers before, so <laughs> voluntarily, <laughs> voluntarily. Well, listen. Yeah. So so. You, so why don't we why don't we uh, go ahead and spin a song? So why don't you tell us a little bit? Okay, so no, first of all, I will ask the question that I kind of started with was when we talked to you about uh, fourteen months ago, you really weren't doing anything, and I get it, the world was kind of shut down. That was real early in the sort of shutdown. Were you were you thinking about quitting playing music? 
Or would that never? Is that just my perception of talking to you? I wasn't thinking of quitting, uh, but I had quit, kind of. Uh, I had definitely uh, like before before the pandemic shut everything down. Like the band had kind of decided to uh, take a break from live performances for the foreseeable future, and at the time the foreseeable future for me meant at least eight or nine months. Like I was just, I was just kind of over it, you know? Mm. And, and so were the rest of the guys in the band. Like we'd just been kind of chugging away for a long time. And, and we were just like, you know what, let's just, let's just chill. Let's just chill. And so, uh, you know, and then the pandemic happened. I mean, literally like a couple of days later. And, uh, I was like, Oh, well, fuck, I got my wish, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, so, yeah. and then all of a sudden you miss so, it, right? You have no option to go back. <laughs> Uh, you know, quite honestly, uh, I, I kind of didn't. I kind of didn't miss it. Like, I, I kind of thought mm. I was done. And, um, you know, okay, we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to get, like, right into, uh, like, you know, just navel-gazing, uh, up-your-ass artist, like, bullshit, okay? <laughs> but, like, I, I only can write songs when I'm moved by something, you know? I have a muse, and when the muse talks to me, like I, I, I follow her as best I can. And mm. if she's around, that's great. But uh, you know, she wasn't for a really, really long time. But um, last summer, uh, I, I uh, there, there were a number of um, uh, protests here in Kansas City, um, in in reaction to George, George Floyd's murder, and um, just all you know, all of the. You know all of the police killings over the past you know hundred sure. years or whatever, and uh, and I, I went to all those protests, and it it just it just I don't want to say it inspired me because it was it was it was really scary and really uh, it was scary and uplifting at the same time, but for whatever reason, like at the end of the day, I was like, you know what, uh, I think I got some songs in me. And I did. And I wrote all those songs within, like, I think, like, two or three months. And all of that stuff just, uh, like, you know, the, you know, the protests and, and just, you know, coming out of the pandemic and just, like, you know, or, or just living with the pandemic and living with, you know, just this constant state of war that everyone was in, you know. Um, I mean, just with, like, you know, the, the upcoming election and everything, like, it, it just it provided, like, kind of a cool... I mean, I hate to say cool, but like it, it provided a, a an interesting backdrop for sure. a narrative of a bunch of a bunch of songs that uh, I ended up writing, and and that's that's what that is. That's what the new EP is. Well, well let's. I'll tell you what. Let's play. What do you want to play? The first song. Yeah. I don't have it open. It's called "I'm Not Alone," right? Am I right? Yes, I am not alone. Yes. So let's let's go ahead and spin that. So the EP is called Guns and Gas, and this is the first track. I am not alone.
Killer there with I Am Not Alone. Um, what is the name of the EP? Is it an EP or an album? It's an EP. Okay. That's the million dollar question. Is it when we were kids, they were called mini albums, right? When they were that length? Oh, that would be a 10 inch, uh, perhaps. I... We can put that on a 10 inch. It would. It would I, be a 10 inch. A ten, it, yeah, if, if, this, uh, if this ever comes out on vinyl, I'd, I'd like to do a 10 inch just because I'm all about paying way too much for something that's not going to sell. <laughs> Well, you know, you've done you've done a seven you've done a seven inch, and you've done three mm-hmm. twelve inches. I mean, it's the only logical thing left, right? Or an eight track. I mean, I mean, I mean, seriously. I mean, that that's the that's the only reason to do it. You know, it's, <laughs> it's funny. It's reason. funny, Neil, because I think uh, I think that Mike is a purist in that. Like, I don't think any of your albums are out on CD are they? Just vinyl only? Never, never. No, when we when we got together as a band, uh, myself and and Chris, uh, you know, the bass player, Chris Wagner. Um, that was one of the first things we kind of talked about when we realized that like we we're we we're gonna be a band. He's like, I don't ever want to fuck with CDs. I'm like, me neither, dude. Yeah, God forbid so you make we have easy yeah. dollars at a show, Mike. <laughs> dude, you, it's it's not easy dollars though. I mean, yeah, I don't. I mean, no, I think yeah, people. Like, well, a lot, a lot of musicians tell me you CD. Can, you know? I know, but a lot of people do tell me the ten dollars CDs are still outsell the twenty dollars album at the like at the show. But that's right. Uh, no, maybe, I appreciate. Maybe you know two what, years you know ago, what? they might, but you, you, they might, but you're you're still sending someone away with a fucking CD. It's like, <laughs> I love it. I, we, I, I know, love it, man. I love it because because he and you and I are the same age, so we we grew up in the golden era of CD, man. Oh, I have so many CDs, dude. My basement's full of them. Even though I, dude, I last I couple of years have them. turned. I, yeah, I hated them then. 
uh, and I hate them now. Like the second I could get rid of all my CDs, I did. I sold <laughs> and, like in like 2006, well, like right when I discovered iTunes and like you know the way iPods worked and everything. I was like, oh, fuck these things. <laughs> I was done with them. <laughs> well, it's it's yeah. I've gone through all the stages and now, and it's funny because I was you know I'm, I'm going to review the EP and I'm I'm working on it right now. But I asked you at one point. Oh, cool. I, Thank you. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I, that's that's one thing I'm always good for. My relationship with my with punk news is not very good anymore, but I can always do that. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's you know, some yeah, bridges some bridges some bridges need to be burned. Um, ah. but but uh, well, I, th- I think but, I think we're going to talk about this after the interview. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, it's funny because I said, "Is it going to be on Spotify?" Because I said, "I know Spotify sucks, but that's unfortunately the easiest way for me to listen to things at work." And you, yeah, said, of course. And you said something about you said, yeah, it's going to be on Spotify. We can talk about that if you want. So, so from the artist perspective, Spotify rules, right? You get your thirty-three cent check once a year. Or uh, uh, no, not even. No, it does not. It do, it does not rule. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it it does everything except for rule, actually. So you don't like um, it, but you still feel the need to do it, right? I mean, is it just the reality well, of the situation? Yeah, you, you you have to. I mean, you you have to as a as an artist or as as, as someone releasing music uh, into the world on the internet. I mean, you you have no choice but to put it on the Spotify because I mean that's what ninety five percent of uh, the people listening to music digitally are going to listen to it on on that platform. Hmm. You know. And um, I mean, it's you know, it's 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 a it's a it's a fucking drag because there's just there there isn't another option, you know. Actually, you know what, the, earlier no, today, earlier today, I, I was I was just talking to a friend of mine who stopped by the record store. I, God, I would just kill to be in a room with some super fucking rich rich uh, venture capitalist and say like, okay, look, go to the guys at Bandcamp, give them two billion dollars. And start their own streaming service. Just just two billion. Because you could probably do it for less than that, but I mean that that'd be that'd be a nice pad. No, you know what it, you know what I'd do with that billionaire? I'd open up a couple of record pressing plants. That's a fucking yeah, that's, I, I oh doubt man, that's a weight of fucking that, that, money coming out your ass for that. There's so much backlog, could, right? Yeah, for sure. No, you're you're absolutely right, Neil. Like that that would be a good idea too, for sure. Well it's it's funny because I do like the Bandcamp platform as a rule. When I used an iPod, I would get stuff off Bandcamp all the time, but I, don't, I haven't had an iPod for years. Mm-hmm. I've gone, I went through a couple touches. I love those things. I love my iPod. It was amazing. I had 50,000 songs. I would dream of when I was like 14 and I went on vacation with my parents and I had my case of tapes. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, Maybe someday too, in the future, someday in the future, you'll have 50,000 songs in something that's like smaller than the pack of cigarettes that you're hiding in your backpack. You know, I mean, it's, it's amazing, right? Well, you can still get the iPod touch there, dude. You can still they're go out and super, buy one. They're super expensive. <laughs> Come on, open that, crack open that wallet, grandpa. What are you doing? I guess. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, or, or, I mean, or, or, you know, alternatively, you can just have a smartphone that, and uh, a Spotify uh, or Apple Music uh, subscription yeah. that you pay, you know, between ten and thirteen dollars for a month, and you have access to literally Hopefully. everything that's ever been made. Yeah, yeah, and I, I do. Yeah, my son, my kids are in college. I have two kids in college. Well, one's out now, actually, but they get it wow, really cheap, really? and we sort of share. We share that, so I actually get like the commercial free one. The thing that makes me insane about Spotify, the thing that makes me willing to pay for Spotify, maybe, is that. Being an old school guy, I like to listen to albums start to finish. And if a song's out of order, I'm going to know it because I know what 
the song, you know, you have one song runs to the next or whatever. And if you don't have premium, it shuffles them. It makes me Ooh, insane. Oh, that I, sucks. I, oh, I, I, I would choke yeah. that billionaire. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just choke the life. And if I had dude, a Spotify. They, they play, yeah, and they play like really annoying commercials too now. Yeah. Like if you, don't, if you don't have like the premium. Over and over again, same commercials. It's like, it, mm-hmm. it, 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 and it makes you insulted, like that, because they're targeting you. Know, you know they're targeting you. It's like, oh, here's another social distortion fan. Better be Viagra or whatever. No, that's. Not, <laughs> <laughs> oh god. They, they definitely, they definitely target you. The son of a bitch. No, it would be, it would hey, be, I mean, it would hey, be like be, pomade or something, fair, right? To be fair, yeah. To be fair, they're probably not wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Vi- Vi- Viagra and pomade. Guinness. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, all right, wait. So, so last summer you got inspired. You were, you, you were, you were wanted to take a break from the band. You got inspired. So, were was the rest of the band ready to get going again, or was that because I know you had a different drummer on this album? And I don't know exactly what the backstory is. I know who Adam is. Oh, I've spoken oh, with him occasionally. Oh, right. So, so, so you ended up reuniting with your old gadget slash architects, and architects were yeah. sort of like semi like not necessarily have hung it up right or are you guys pretty much done um uh let's see uh the, the official know. answer the official answer to that is uh the band is on hold the okay. band is not not broken up by any stretch of the imagination but uh sure. there's there's no plans to um get together and jam anytime soon but okay. um actually brandon brandon phillips lives right around the corner from me and I see okay. him all the time. Now, is Brandon yeah, the oldest cool. brother? I, I, is he the one that does that kind yeah. of like dancey, dancey project? The American, uh, other, other Americans, or other people? Yeah, or yeah, and right, it's other Americans. Other Americans, and, yeah. Uh, Adam, Adam is in that as well. Like he, 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 Adam plays drums in that in that group, and uh, and they're great. They're really, really cool. But so we, uh, yeah, I know we talked about this last time, Neil. But it, and it was kind of funny because actually Mike told us about his like 15 minutes of fame too, because where, where they were signed for a minute when he was in the band. But he played with the three <laughs> Phillips brothers in the Gadgets, like a, a third wave ska band. Oh, I, I don't know. Remember I don't know. I remember some of that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So there was three. There's three brothers. Adam plays drums. Brandon's like the singer guitar player. And uh, am I right? And then the other one does plays bass. Can't yes. remember his name. What was his name? Zach. Zach. That's right. And they exactly. they played the, and then they had a band called Architects, which was more of a rock and roll band where it was the four of them. So Mike's Mike's uh, kind of career has been sort of intertwined with theirs for many, many years now, like what, like twenty five years, right? Uh yeah, give or take. I mean twenty, twenty plus. You know, yeah. I think I, I started I started playing with those guys um at the in the end at the end of uh two thousand. And then I okay. split from the band in 2007, I think. And then I came back uh, about 10 years later. Uh, in two, yeah, in 2016. That's right. Yeah, okay. because I remember because we were uh, we were actually I was in the van. We were on our way to a gig in Indianapolis the night of the 2016 election. Okay. So I was like in the van writing, you know, like you know. Watching CNN and just watching the fucking so, world burn. It's a wonderful, <laughs> a beautiful Indianapolis, huh? Uh, where we play oh, at the mouth? Yeah, dude. I don't remember. It's that that big theater place that's next door to the the death metal uh, record store. It sucks. I don't know that. It's a, <laughs> it's, a it's a fucking shithole. Like it's it's always been lame. I mean, I've, I've only <laughs> it was, been to a couple. It was super lame that day too. 
I was going to say, I, there's only one shithole I know in Indianapolis. That's uh, the, the oh, it's that theater. And I can't think of it, man. It's my Indi- mind's It's good. Indianapolis. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but Shit. first slop you always played. The Emerson. The Emerson. That's the one. I'm oh, that's about. it, dude. Yeah, that's it. See, that's well, it. that heavy metal store must have been long gone last time I was there. There was a, There's a bar around the corner because that place was dry, and everybody between bands would, like, run to this tiny little bar and <laughs> wolf down drinks. Okay. Good times, man. Good times. Yeah, that was that was not a great day at all. Um, so so so, um, I was gonna say so so how did uh, did your drummer leave or he was unavailable or like oh, I said what's, okay, what's yeah. the story with your oh, what's your no, drummer no, no, situation? No, no. no let, let me let me give you the backstory. Um, okay, so our drummer buddy, uh, John Buddy Paul, because it's always uh, been the same he, three of you, right? Or is it just you and the bass player the whole time? Uh, it's been it's been me and the bass player the whole time. Buddy joined the band in 2015. Uh, he did not okay. play on "They Will Try to Kill Us All," which is our second record, but he Played did on play time. on the single we did and our last LP. Okay. Um. Uh, Buddy, uh, probably around, well, really around this time last year, and this this also kind of like you know coincided with like us kind of taking a break. Uh, he he has had like chronic back pain and arthritis. I mean, since he was like 30 years old or something, and um, he needed hip replacement surgery. And so he said, like, "Hey, man, I think I can play on the EP." Now, now mind you, cut to like I don't know, probably five or six months later. Like, I I started sharing uh, some of the demos that I was doing with the guys. Be like, "Hey, man, I wrote some songs, and I think I think we're gonna we're gonna record this stuff." And Buddy was like, "Hey, man." I'll play on the record, but I, I don't think I can play live. Like the way that we play live, I don't think I can do it. I'm like, hey, cool, sure. dude. Like we'll just we'll just record. And then um, I think he he kind of tried to play along with some of the stuff. He's like, dude, I can't do it. Like I, I, I like I have hip replacement surgery scheduled, and it's mm. gonna land like right in the middle of when we need to be recording this stuff in order to release it by the summer by this summer. You know, like that, that was my whole plan. I was like, look, I, like I, I want to record this stuff and I want to have it out like by July, you know, mm-hmm. or, or sometime in July. Just cause it, it, it just it meant a lot to me uh, to have those songs come out sort of like exactly a year uh, to the day from when I started working on them. So he mm-hmm. said he couldn't do it. And he's like, he's like, hey, man, I want you to record, like get somebody else. Like, it, it's totally cool. Like, you're not you're not going to hurt my feelings. And so, of course, I went to Adam. You know, because Adam's fucking great, and he sure. said yes, and he, he came in, learned the songs, and we practiced for a couple weeks, and came in, just banged it out in the studio, and and that's that. So, uh, so yeah, buddy, buddy is still in the band, and uh, cool, uh, cool end to to this story. He had his hip replacement surgery two weeks ago. I just talked to him a couple of days ago, and he's doing great. That's good. excellent. But of course, a guy with a bad yeah. hip, a, a guy with a bad hip should be in Hip Shot Killer, right? I mean that. Makes all the oh, dude, the, world. The, 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 the jokes, jokes write themselves. The jokes have already <laughs> abounded. Already. <Yeah. laughs> all right, listen, let's play, let's play yeah. another song. Let's, let's do the next one. You want to do the next one? I Want to Kill You? Yeah. Let's, let's do it. This is another one from Guns and Gas. I Want to Kill You.
there. Tape shot killer with I want to kill you. So have, have you been able to play any of this stuff live yet, Mike, or no? No, uh-uh. No. I mean, I, you... I mean not, outside of, not outside of just, like, you know, uh, the practice space, no. His, so what is... So I noticed, so, man, this is, and I, I really don't want to talk about this because it's so depressing because we're, we're going to punk rock bowling in, in Las Vegas in September. And Neil, did you see that Las Vegas, the county Las Vegas is in is bringing back masks indoors. And now we're going to be outside 90% of the time. So I don't think it'll be a huge issue, but I saw that Kansas city has gone back to this. St. Louis has gone back to this, which is kind of weird because it's yep. so hard. It's so heartland that you kind of expect them to be a little later, but so are you, I mean, is, are they having punk shows in Kansas City right now? Um, they are, as far as I know, but uh, I think I think everything is going to start uh, getting kind of like locked down again. And uh, like, you're, I think I think you're I think you're going to start seeing like cancellations of stuff just because I mean, you know, that that Delta variant. I mean, we're in like ground fucking zero for that shit. Like all those idiots. You're talking like Missouri. You're talking like Missouri. Morons. You're talking yeah. about Missouri. Oh, yeah. Like dude. Missouri? Okay. Missouri, yeah, definitely in Missouri. Yeah, dude, look it up. Like we are, like we're. Well, it's, we're... Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I got a lot. Of, I got a lot. Lame. I got a lot of thoughts about this whole thing. But honestly, I just, I'm so sick of it. I just have a sense of dread. And I said in three weeks, I'm supposed to be on the road to Maryland to see a little festival, and I just, it's like, well, I just make sure everything's refundable, you know. But I just have this, like, I won't yeah. be, I won't be able to relax until I'm in the car on the way. I don't think. Even then, well, you get there, you get there, and hope it's still going on right after a long drive. Well, yeah, that's suck. right. Especially if we, if we drive a bunch of hours. Yeah, well, and it's. Stink. I mean, the, I guess the question to me is, can you? I mean, I never went to. I haven't really been to a show at all for like eighteen months, honestly. Other than outside, um, I mean, can you do a punk rock show like that? Does it even work? Or are we just gonna be back on hold again? I, I just, I don't even know. I mean, like you, are you would you even try to do a? release show or are you just gonna just kind of see where things go no i mean even even if we were able to play right now um even if buddy was back to 100 percent, which he's not quite uh we, we would not be doing shows right now not even local or anything no huh? no no uh-uh. and you know and no. i i do think it's yeah i don't know i do think it's a comfort level thing i i mean i i I don't know. Like I said, I haven't been to one yet. It's not necessarily because I wouldn't. I just haven't. You know, I think it would depend um, on. I, you know, I I've been I've been to a couple of shows. I haven't been to like a punk show. You know, in like a in like a basement or like a DIY venue or anything recently. Yeah. Um, I was supposed to go to one last week, but uh, I went to a show out outdoors um, a couple of weeks ago, and it was fucking awesome. There was like two hundred people there, which like oh, for around here, that's like kind of unheard of. You know, like, huh. just like well, people, people are hungry though. Flock to shows like that. Oh, people you can are, tell. You can absolutely yeah. tell that, which is which is cool. But I mean, now now with things, um, you know, uh, sort of like you know, getting shitty again as they are. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't I don't see I don't see punk shows happening around here. Well, the for one the, for the foreseeable future. The one thing I will say, Mike, and, and the, the, if and I don't know if this is optimistic or because I'm not being I'm not trying to be Pollyanna-ish about this, but the fact of the matter is the numbers are climbing, but they're still only a tiny fraction of what they were a year ago. I well, think sure. no, we, we, I didn't, think, we didn't have but, a fucking vaccine. We didn't have a vaccine. Well, but, but the, here's but my point. My point is more though that 
I feel like a lot of ways we become a country and, and people in general that we, we sort of become addicted to like doom porn. You know, it's like we've become people that really seem to get off on bad news. And it's it's not even really a political thing because it's like I just I'm like today I'm going, you know, half this country thinks the other half is trying to kill it. And the other half thinks the other half is trying to kill it. It's just a, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a bizarre, it's, it's well, tough, well, man. Well, it really yeah, is, it really yeah. Is well, yeah, Tom, Tom, I, I don't I don't disagree with you. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, like, you know, as far as like doom porn is concerned, like, I mean, yeah, we everybody locks on to that. I suffer from that <laughs> very badly. Yeah. But yeah. If, if we this, turned off the in, TV, in I think this case. Help. Yeah. Yeah. In, in, in this case, there are people who are on the right side of things and there are people who are on the wrong side of things <laughs> and the people on the wrong side are ruining it for everyone as well, they I, have for years yeah i i just i don't i don't see i don't see it in that much black and white terms but that well yeah. uh, okay i mean i think I, I because of, i because even people i disagree with i think a lot of them have the right intentions so i tend to give a little bit of grace i think on that maybe more so than other people. um you know you know the the older i've gotten uh the less forgiving i've gotten of uh pe- people just being wrong and and just and just and, and just fucking uh you know just wrong just wrong. If you're if you're not vaccinated, then you are fucking it up for everyone. Like I everyone definitely... in this fucking country should be able to like, is, like you know, the vaccine. You know the vaccine. It's free. Anyone in this country, for the most part. I mean, I know that there's some there's some people that like are are in uh, vaccination deserts or like you know have problems getting it. But like everyone who can should. And the only reason that this Delta variant and uh, the or at least the the um, the, the the COVID is coming back at all is because there are idiots out there that won't get vaccinated. That's it. That's a scientific fucking fact, man. And like you know, and the, that's the thing. This is like scientific facts have been up for debate, you know, for for years now. And that's just how people. That's just how people see it. And well, it, it, there is something. It, it, it's it's the, fucking maddening, man. There is something to the fact that there's this, you know, the old, they, they love to say settled science. The fact of the matter is there's no such thing as settled science, Mike. It's always evolving, you know. There, we might we might learn things, you know, in, in years to come. I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm just not as adamant about it as you are. Listen, and I don't even really want to talk about this crap. I really want to talk about fun punk rock well, stuff. I want to. I, 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 I want to bring. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Neil. I want to bring you some good news. Well, I want to bring you go, some good give news. Us some, give us yeah. some good news, Neil. So England started getting hit and uh, getting hit by this uh, Delta variant probably about two months ago. And, so and, oh, and, and and it came it came real bad because it came from India, right? And you know, with all the Indian uh, people, all the Indian immigrants in England and stuff living in their sure. little communities, and then it spread. So it got real bad, so bad that they were going to have their. You sound like Morrissey there, you know? Well, thank you. They were going to have their original uh, original opening back up day was going to be early late May, early June, and they had to yeah. push it back to July nineteenth. But the good news is. The, the numbers are starting to go down and go down a lot. So that's good. So this till the Delta variant wave uh, peaked in about at about six weeks. So I bet you we're, we're probably pretty close to that now. And, and, then, and then it started to go down again. So I would say that, you know, this Delta variant, it might hit reasonably hard, but it is going to, it is, it does seem to be reasonably short-lived. Now, more yeah, the population well, in England is vaccinated than they are here. I think it's about 70% exactly. in England. And it's only about 50% here, I think. But I, I don't think this is going to be, see, and the thing is, we are going to have to learn to live with this because there's always going to be variants. 
And so just like the flu yeah. is different every year, there's going to be different variants of this well, all the time. Well, and the vaccine so. will have to be based on the previous year because they don't know exactly where it's going to mutate. It's an, listen, man, it's it's perilous times, and it's interesting. And uh, Well, I Fi- Fi- Pfizer was saying today that, yeah, there should be – you should get a booster shot. Like if – like I had mine like – Well, it's going to have to be annual. There's no I had question. Mine, well, I, well, I had mine like seven months ago, and they're saying that, yeah, well, a, a booster fine, shot is going to be good. They're also saying the COVID yeah. or the the Delta variant get a third shot. I'm like, oh boy, it's like I said, it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All hey, right, let's, I, let's play I, another. I know, man. I, let's play another song. This has obviously got us fired up, and I just you know it's funny, <laughs> Mike, because a year ago, you know, or, or 14 months ago, or 60 months, 18 months, ago, we were joking about this. We didn't know how serious this was gonna be, you know. And then it's like we got so sick of talking about it. It's like, man, let's talk about anything else. And I I do I do have a sense of dread about what's coming, but by the same token, I just seems i don't want to i don't want to worry about it before it happens you know i don't want to i don't know anyway what what song you want to play next i I hear you um well oh hey the next song uh has nothing (laughs) to do with uh politics or COVID 19 it's a plain old-fashioned love song uh there you go uh, shit what's it what's it what's it fucking called uh true and slow true and slow gotcha true and slow yeah this is more what i consider the kind of classic hip shot killer kind of <laughs> melodic fast <laughs> punk song yeah because I, I definitely feel like the ep is more external than because i think your music was fairly introspective typically and this one definitely is a little more uh i mean you, you always had a few songs that were kind of you know more sort of political but this this whole album is obviously definitely more along that line so anyway i'm sorry i, I interrupted all right let's spin this sucker let's spin this sucker neil okay true and slow by hip shot killer Yeah. 
There, you heard it here first. True and slow, hip shot killer. I think I, I, I think the last time we were on, I, I think the last time he came on, I called you guys the hip shot killers, which is just horribly terrible. There you go. So just hip shot you know killers. What, though, you, it, that, that's that's such a common mistake. I've I've made that mistake myself before. <laughs> like I've accidentally called my band hip shot killers. Yeah. Or it's the hip or yeah, yeah. Either that killer. or it's the hip shot killer, yeah. right? Do you have like a do you have like an assortment of flyers at home with like? <laughs> the spellings or like where they put hip shot in two words there's a there's a couple with hip shot killers like yeah. plural but but never the hip shot killers yeah well you know now we have the internet you know so there's really no excuse for this stuff but when we were kids and Thanks, i'm Tom. sure you well <laughs> you have to try there <laughs> well no but you'd see you'd see flyers where the band name I mean you you see, it now, yeah. you see those old like eighties flyers and either their the names are totally mangled up or yeah. uh or you know, so it's yeah, it's uh, it's pretty funny actually. Is there a new one by the Led so, Zeppelins? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well no. No. So what actually so what's what, good, actually what? the, the Led Zeppelins is kind of kind of cool name. Yeah, it is actually, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't know, maybe not. You know, we we've had we had a, a woman on like who uh was in a band called Betty Blowtorch, who I love. They're from LA, but they were like an all female. Oh, I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah, they were real cool. We actually we've kind of been going out of you know when we first started of course because all our friends are like old white guys so we kind of like went out of our way to and we still do try to go out of our way to have women on and kind of just because I think it's interesting to hear different perspectives you know different stories but she was talking about she played in a semi successful band that had a label contract and stuff and then after that she played in a band what was it Hell's Bells B E L yeah ACDC old girl tribute band yeah and and these girls and she was talking about how she traveled the world. Mm-hmm. Playing in an ACDC cover band and made so much more money and had played for so much bigger crowds than her original band. And I think it's sort of sad, but I think it's also cool. There's like Les Zeppelin, right? That's the <laughs> oh, yeah. all female yeah. Led Zeppelin band. There's uh, the Iron Maidens are very, very good. Like crazy good, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Like I'd probably rather see them in a small club than Iron Maiden in like an enormal dome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, people, people want to hear what they know. And, uh, you know, if they can pay a little bit less for, uh, like a diet version of that, then, then they'll, they'll be into it. I mean, you know, musicians for years have been, you know, like, uh, you know, supporting their own artistic careers by playing in cover bands or tribute sure. bands or whatever. Case our in point, band. our first, our first record, the self-titled Hip Shot Killer record, I yeah. paid for that by playing in a Journey tribute band. Oh, oh was that right? Did you play yeah. Neil Sean? Were you the guitar player? I did. I sure did. That's funny. So, what, what were you guys called? <laughs> Escape. What were we called? Uh, Stone in Love. Nice. Stone in Love. You, and actually, were you, like, were you, were you guys we, good? We were, we were pretty. Oh yeah, yeah, we were killer. Like, I was, I was by far like the the crappiest player in the band. Like everybody else in the band was like super fucking top notch musician. Um, uh, uh, I could take you through it, but it's a bunch of people you probably don't know. But they're all like really killer, killer musicians. Well, I know and, you... uh, it was. It was actually. It was actually really tough for me. Like when they, yeah, because you had to do it right. You couldn't ad lib, right? Oh yeah, no, you had to memorize those songs. You have to, you have to, you have to nail those solos like note for note, and like that was that was difficult for me. Like, I mean, I'm I'm like a pretty hot shit guitar player, but like that stuff is really really intricate and really kind of like outside of my wheelhouse. So if nothing else, like I really got my chops together learning all that stuff. And those solos are. 
they're very sing-songy. Like, I'm sure everybody's, like, singing them along in their head. Like, yeah, if you oh, played yeah. one note wrong of Don't Stop Believing, you're probably going to feel the wrath of a Miller oh. High Life upside your head. Dude, every dude, every time, every time I would get to that, you know, that, you know, the thing at, like, the beginning, like, everybody yeah, yeah. would be watching me to see if I'd fuck it up or not. And <laughs> the best part about that, like, I was trying to play it, like, the way I heard it on the record. And it was like the way I was playing it was really, really difficult. It was like this like four note like trill thing, and like then I just like okay yeah I looked up a YouTube video of Neil Schoen like actually playing it, and like the way he does it is like so easy. Like once once I once I saw like how he was playing, I'm like that's the easiest fucking riff in the world. And yeah, after that I fucking nail it every time. But you also, I remember you were playing in like an old timey country band. That must have, of course, that was. I, I know everything, obviously, with the COVID stuff. But you, you were doing like you, you really were like a guitarist for hire, right? You're, you're, oh, you're yeah, a, yeah, an old fashioned guitar slinger. Neil, he might even yeah, slut. <laughs> he might even be willing to lay down a solo when we hey, record our EP. Hey, Neil, Neil, <laughs> yes, Neil, look, Neil, check it out. Yeah. I'm not a slut. I'm a fucking high priced. Prostitute. I was gonna say he gets paid. High as a cover girl. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> well, listen. There's nothing. nothing maybe, wrong with okay. Maybe not high price. Maybe maybe just call me a prostitute instead of a slut because I actually do get paid. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I used the wrong term there. He, yes. he might not be the he might not be the high end call girl, but he's not the like straight street prostitute whose teeth are falling off from meth use. You know, he's somewhere in the middle. He's exactly. Like a, exactly. He's like a the kind of hooker like, we would go to, Neil. Like you know, just like a nice normal hooker. I don't know what hooker. I don't. I'm like, I don't know what you mean. I'm kind. I'm kind of one of those like really like super cute OnlyFans girls who like will also like hey you know I'll come over and, yeah sure <laughs> gotta make like, a little that, that's kind of who I am yeah so okay so, so glad new... we just worked that out <laughs> yeah. there you yes, go. Like... it's funny right Cause the new EP has seven songs a part of me is like we should just we should just play them one right after another you want to try to get them all or you want to skip a couple what do you want to do Mike what, uh, what's you your know... You know what? We, 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 could, we could probably I did not prepare for Jack. Well, hold on, I'm hold, hold on. Let, let me let me get something straight a second. So, I yep. wanted to I wanted to ask you. So, you mentioned before that this is not out on vinyl. So, this is only available as an MP3. Is that correct? Yeah. Digital. Yeah. Sadly, sadly, that's true. I mean, uh, we'll we'll see uh, what the next year brings because I would love to release this on vinyl, and I, pr- I probably will eventually, but yeah. like, I just don't have the money right now. And, and also, since we're not playing shows, it's just it's you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if I was to release this on vinyl, I would sell like maybe fifty copies, like, it, 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 and that would be it. The pressing you know, plants won't even touch you if it's less than three hundred now either. So exactly, exactly. Because when I, yeah. when I, I mean, when... I, I'll, I'm sure I'll do it eventually, but I just I, not right now. I'm looking at this on Discogs. It is on Discogs, believe it or not. Guns and Gas. Um, That's a it, digital. It is. Yeah, it is. But it, and it came, actually from five days ago, from the twenty third for some reason. But no um, shit. Yeah, uh, but it only shows wow. it, it only shows six songs. And Tom, were you saying there were seven? There's seven songs. Yeah. Huh. That's it's only showing six. Which is interesting, oh. right? Is it? Yeah. Huh. Well, Not there's like, there's like, I'll tell you what, there's like six rocking songs, and there's one, like, acoustic mellow song, and I, and I think... Is it a Journey like, cover? <laughs> no, yes, don't stop believing. No, it's a, no. Um, well, you know, maybe this is why. Um, the the fourth song on the record um, is actually, it's kind of a cover, but kind of not. Was that Nuclear really? War? Yes, Nuclear War uh, is actually, it's just a, a, a sort of a reimagining of a Sun Ra and his orchestra song. Good Lord. 
really what was the original song? <laughs> got me there. It's very, it's very, uh, it's very experimental for Hipshot Killer, who tends to be pretty straightforward. It's definitely, yeah. and I took note of that. Like I said, I've started typing a few words about this record. I took note of it. it is definitely uh, there's two songs on this album I feel are really different than anything they've done before that I know of, even though I'm only vaguely familiar with the first album. And that was one of them. That Nuclear War is a wild, wild kind of song, and the the acoustic one, of course. Now, why did yeah. you why did yeah, you that... do us why did you do that one why did you do nu- nuclear war? Um, it uh, it was actually at the suggestion of uh, with uh, of Chris, uh, our bass player, and uh, I just thought it seemed like a a really kind of cool and um, I mean at, at the time topical uh, song to like sort of like. It just when he when I listened to the song because I actually wasn't familiar with it. I knew San Ra, uh, but not that song. I listened to. It, I was like, man, this would be a great middle part. Like this would just be a great sort of like, uh, you know, kind of like spacer in between, you know, the songs that came before it and the three songs after it. Mm-hmm. Like when I, when I was working on like the narrative of the record, you know, like I, I was like, man, that'd be. That'd be really cool, and it'd be really weird, and something we've never done before, and it'd be a lot of fun. And uh, you know, I, I did a demo of it, and I sent Chris this uh, a text like right after I, I just kind of like listened to the song and just like started fucking around with it. And I sent him a text back, I was like, "Dude, this sounds like is it like Cure covered this song on pornography?" Hmm. hmm. That's not what it sounded like to me. Interesting. Oh, I, that I, definitely yeah, did not get that vibe. Oh uh, well, I, I, that's, that's, now that you now that you've said that, is that your favorite Cure album? It's not my favorite, but I think it's their best. Interesting. What's your favorite? I like that. Porn- I like that pornography album too. Quite oh, just dis- no oh, disintegration. Oh, well, wow. really? Later. I mean, yeah, disintegr- disintegration is yeah. That's you, a great song. I mean, too. there there is there is no other record. Well, of course, I mean, no, of there, course I mean, there I is. Really? Of course, of course there is. Oh, listen, man, I'm also a sucker for kiss me, kiss me, kiss me. So I get, I get it. I like oh, that whole period oh, too. Okay, dude. Okay, look. If you guys, if you guys want to talk about the hero for fucking the next. No, what I want. Hour, you know what? You know what I want to do. I want to play that. <laughs> maybe when we come. Maybe when we come back from break. But let's play the nuclear war song. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, play it. Play yeah, it. Let's so, spin it. If go. we're gonna skip one, I think we. Anyway, yeah, let's do the nuclear war song. <laughs> this is hip shot killer nuclear war from Guns and Gas. <laughs>
nuclear war there from uh, Hipshot Killer. You know, yes, sir. Sometimes we are so pro- mm-hmm. sometimes we are so professional that I can smell it oozing from my every pore. That's what makes us real, man. Oh, that's, me too. That, that, that's exactly. what makes us real. But <laughs> hey, I, I, are you? I, I have to say to you are guys, you? there was there was nothing there was, for the cure. There was nothing in that catalog after pornography. Sorry, guys, you guys are crazy. See, do you, like, you guys I, are crazy? I, I never asked oh, you, Neil. You, do you like? So? Wow. You like the, are you a Cure fan, Neil? I or are you like, just being I, like hipster and saying I like their first four albums? Yeah, that's exactly right. I like the first four albums. Three Imaginary Boys was amazing. Seventeen Seconds was even more amazing. Eh, the third one, Bang, eh, it's dude, all right. Bang, and, and pornography was great. Oh, and after that, it. screw that. What about Head on the Door? No, you crazy. Oh, really? dude. Yeah. But I even like, you just don't like the pop. No, I, I like do the like the later stuff too. Like even like Wish had some good songs on. I think they all had some good songs anyway. And we're hearing the soft, I, so, the soft side of Tom Crandall coming out here, everybody. Apparently, this is even more controversial than. Can, hey, can, the can, COVID-19 I, can I say this virus. real quick? Yep. Yeah. Can I just say this real quickly? Yeah. If it were not for dis, if it were not for disintegration, Wish would be their best record. Mm. Again, you're crazy. Now that's that's a little too poppy, I think. <laughs> As soon, you know, as, as soon as the Smiths came out, the Cure may as well have just hung it up. You think? <laughs> of course oh, I do. Man. Of course I do. Neil, coming <laughs> with the hot takes. I love it, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, Fuck yeah. I feel, I, feel like, I feel like we're down to the record store right now talking shit. This yeah, cool. let's do it. <laughs> have some of that I whiskey mean, you're I drinking. Mean, I don't know, man. I, I, I know that the Cure and the Smiths like always get kind of lumped in together, but you could not find two bands that had like less to do with each other, really, right. at the end of the day. Right. You know, I mean, just, just in the way that their records were um, uh, made and perceived and just the way that the bands were made up, like, I mean, I mean yeah. the only thing that they have in common is that they're both from the UK. You know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go off script here and i'm gonna Whoa. i'm gonna drop drop a real hot take on you guys oh, i'll take early De- i'll take early depeche mode over either of them oh, early yeah. De- early well, depeche mode total, like, like like the first single when they were just like, well, like super through, poppy and stupid through violator just like, can't I get really enough love... i just can't yeah. get enough like that no not not so much that era. more <laughs> like the uh never let me down again violator era they like the that that string of albums some great reward uh you know, What's, dude, people are people. Stuff, stuff is, I love that stuff. Yeah, that stuff's great. Like, I just Depeche Mode's one of those bands that just always kind of like escape me for some reason. Like every time I hear them, I really, really like them, and I always have meant to dig down on their records, but I just have never gotten around to it. You know, it's like uh, I used to work with this girl who's like they—they they are her favorite band, and like every time we'd listen to it, she'd tell me something cool and new about them. And I just never circled around back to it. It's just like one of those things I just, I just haven't. I don't know. It was like at some point I'm gonna listen to uh, like you know early Depeche Mode record. I'm like, oh fuck, I have to get everything, and I will. But I just you, haven't. You, I, Violator was kind of like their commercial breakthrough, but that, that's the album that perfectly blends their kind of pop sensibility <laughs> with their little darkerness. And I'll tell you that Violator album that uh-huh. came out about eighty. Oh, 89. I don't remember. I went. I remember going to see them with a bunch of friends in Detroit between my junior and senior year. I don't remember. Oh, wow. That's cool. Sitting in, Actually, sitting in, the, sitting in the lawn. At like Did you have makeup on? Up. Did you have makeup on, Tom? I may have had a little <laughs> flap of hair that went over half my face. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, this is a whole new side of Tom Trauma that we're seeing tonight. Yeah. This is man, amazing. Listen, man. Yeah. You know, I always, I I always joke, you know, I went to a very it, small... I went to a very small school. All of us counterculture types had to stick together. Sure, I get that. There's only a few yeah. of us. I get that completely. Yeah, <laughs> makes right. sense. Makes sense. That's interesting, though, Tom. Yeah. Hmm. Exactly. Depeche that is mode. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was more of a soft sell kind of guy than Depeche Mode, to tell you the truth. See, eventually it gets too soft, because like, I like Depeche Mode, but Erasure, forget about it, man. That's too sissy for me. I won't listen to it. Sissy? I'm too tough. I'm too tough. <laughs> too tough to die, I'm too Tom. tough. I'm too tough of a guy. Exactly. <laughs> too, tough to, too tough to cry. You are too, you're, you're, you're too tough to die. And also, I mean, since we're since we're you know uh, you know speaking about you know great bands from the UK, I mean everybody can can really kind of fuck off when it comes to the Jesus and Mary Jane. I mean that. Yeah, they were pretty they, good too. But they stand alone. What are you concerned. saying? Oh my God! What are you? Um, you don't like them? Are they too noisy for you? They're are you too noisy a, for you? Just a horrible, horrible. Echo and the Bunny Man Joy Division ripoff. Oh, just nonsense. On. Just oh, nonsense. So man. Okay, absolute nonsense. First of all, first of absolute all, Echo and the Bunny Man was way after that, man. Fucking Jesus and Mary Chain were way ahead of any of that stuff, dude. Echo, they were crocodiles so came out in nineteen. Crocodiles came out in nineteen seventy nine. Nineteen seventy nine. Well, okay, well, and, and and it's still not as good as anything that Jesus and Mary Jane ever did. Don't argue with Neil the... about old man. Don't argue with Neil the old man British stuff. They you'll shit never, on the you'll Jesus never hear the end of it. You'll never hear the end of it. Did crocodiles really come out? Man, well, okay, all right, my bad. All right, okay, okay, okay. Well, you know what? Uh, They're my hometown well, boys. So, Echo, and the, you know. Echo and the Bunnymen did not fucking hold it together. And were they fair, Liverpool? Were they from Liverpool? Echo and the Jesus and Mary Jane have. Equin and Benjamin are you know, my fo- my hometown heroes. Yeah, from Liverpool. Yes, see it's them. It's amazing how many big ones. Oh, other than oh the man! Oh, I I, I I have I have struck a nerve here. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, well, Neil grew up near Liverpool, and he went to he went to college in Manchester. So it's like every dreary, you know. There's a lot of dreary bands between those two cities. There's not so. a lot of people you can. Oh, wow. There's not a lot of people you can talk to. Actually, saw Joy Division, and I did. So there you go. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, we we're wow. complaining about how hot it is, Mike. You know, he grew basically grew up in a system where you know you got four days of sunshine a year. Now, that was basically it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wonder why yeah. every every oh, day is drearier yeah. than the next. All right, let's get back to some punk rock, shall we? Should we should we play uh, shall we play all this pain? This is another what I would call kind of classic sounding hip shot killer song, right? Yeah, uh, this this is probably this is probably my favorite song I've ever written. What's really? It? That's the one that's not listed yeah. on Discogs. Funnily enough. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's not on there. It's not the, it's not the nuclear war one? Huh. No, that's not listed on there. So what's this one called? Huh. El- Elvis Hitler? What, what's it called? All This Pain. El- <laughs> Elvis I love Elvis Hitler, man. I'm a hellbilly. I'll, I'll anyway, sorry. Um, Detroit. You know, it's, called, it's, it's called All This Pain. And uh, yeah, I know that's a super fucking emo title. But uh, actually, I, I almost called the EP All This Pain. EP. Mm. Hmm. And what's yeah. this one about? I don't know. Oh, we don't want to get into that. Man. Okay. Um, it's uh, it's. Let, let, let's, let's just say. Did you meet so? Did you meet what, someone what? at uh, punk rock bowling and take her to Tacoma and then get divorced two months later? Is that what happened? Oh, That's God. an inside joke. Oh, He's man, not God, if it, if it, if it was up. only that fucking simple, no. no. Okay. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. No, it's okay. I don't mind talking about it. I don't mind talking about it. I'm just saying, like, uh, uh, no, it's no, it's, it's fine. It's just a. Uh, it, it it it's a it, it's a you know I don't I don't normally really like to talk about what the, my songs are about or anything or what the band songs are about but it, it's just basically you know, two people that don't really know what's happening with each other um, gotcha set to the back set to the backdrop of being chased by the police and fucking gassed oh okay interesting and um, yeah well I guess I better pay a little more attention to the lyrics <laughs> yes you 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 start to kill with dark. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You just gotta. I mean, All I understand. Right, it's kind of like it's kind of tough to understand the lyrics, but like if you go to Bandcamp, like they have the lyrics on there now, which is pretty cool. So, 
Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen that in a couple of yeah. I've seen that in a couple of. Them. All right, so all right, let's 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 spin it. All this pain, Neil. I gotta know that you're all right. I let the protest not knowing where you fell. You're a doll wrapped up in a smoke green collar. Don't have to see it's with all the others. Hope you find your way along to me. What sickles that you got? killer see i'm glad that um even though we did get a little dark there for a while that we could generally generally still have fun you know what we should do neil what should we do we should should pepper mike with a see so after you were on we've sort of had a couple of questions that we like to pepper people with and it's and it's and it's uh it actually took a dark turn Kind of like the questions at the end of the actor studio they used to do. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that's exactly what we're like. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I, I do. Okay, cool. Yeah, I do. Yeah. 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 Just like quick awesome. first. No, I, I love I love that. Like that that's one of the only things I ever thought that would be kind of neat, like in uh in an interview situation. It's like I would love to be asked those questions. 
Well, you're you're in the wrong place then, because we just shoot the shit for like an hour or two. <laughs> Listen, so well, it's funny because I said to Neil, I said it probably won't be as long as last time because last time we kind of went through like his whole like uh, went through Mike's kind of whole career. I mean, I don't yeah, think we, we, did. we we didn't do it exhaustively, but we kind of went through your whole you know went through gadgets and yeah, and you know no Neil fucking idea. I played on all that stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and Neil's like digging around in disc guys going, "Oh, you were in the parasites, or you were on this, or you were Ooh. on that." It's like, oh, are we gonna talk about that yeah. again? Parasites again. <sighs> Keeps coming no, up. Keeps coming up. no, we're not. We're not gonna. We, we, it, it's worse than you think, Mike. It's worse than you think. But anyway, all right. The, uh, oh, so okay. So the one thing we've loved to ask people, and you're you're kind of landlocked in flyover land, so I don't know if this is ever going to apply. But did you ever meet any of the Ramones? No, no, I did not. I I saw the Ramones once. Uh, it was on uh, when they were on Lollapalooza, I believe. Oh, yeah. it was '96. And the only reason, uh, me and my friend Justin, the uh, the singer of my first band, like the only reason we went was to see the Ramones. We knew it was going to suck. We knew that it was their last tour, and we were just like, I don't care. I need to see those those four guys on stage playing that music. And the fact and, of it is, you you yeah. have to be about our age to have seen them. Now you have to be about mid forties yeah. to have seen the Ramones. Or close to it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that was it. I mean, they were. I think they they played that last show, uh, and they did that uh, that Roxy. Yeah, it was. They did a couple of shows at the Roxy in L.A., and they did a DVD kind of show or a, a video to go along with it. And that was it. They did not play again. I mean, I I, I heard I heard a legend that uh, Johnny Ramone like gave his guitar to Eddie Better or somebody that night. Which was like, I'm done. I'm not touching this thing again. It, that was the that was what, what no, and Johnny to sold it to him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh he probably did. He probably well did. you know that was that was the amazing thing that I always blew my mind about Johnny. He swore that once he quit the Ramones, he never played guitar again. Yeah. I mean can you imagine yeah. that? I, I believe it. Doing some, but doing um, that for twenty four years or whatever, and then just okay, I'm done now. I mean, it's crazy. You know, you know, I I personally can't imagine that, but I can I can totally see Johnny Ramone doing that. I mean, not that I know the guy personally or anything, but everything yeah. I've read about him or that he said, like he just he always saw it as just a job, and hmm. not and not one that he particularly liked very much. You know, he just it's he a, just didn't he just didn't give a fuck, dude. And I mean, well, it's you just, know, that's 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 just. What year was it you had your, when you were in the gadgets where you kind of had your flirtation with fame? Was that like early 2000s or was that in the 90s? Um, well, we got signed to RCA in, fuck, when was that? Uh, 2003. No, it was, two, it was 2002. Okay, early um, 2000s. So they were already done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Ramones were way done at that point. I mean, fuck Johnny. No, you know what? Johnny, Joey was dead. That, that, that was like 2001. Yeah, Joey died in 2001. Man, I'll never forget that. That was like the yeah, first I mean, time that like someone, someone famous that I had like looked up to died, and like it actually like meant something to me. You know, I like, mean, you know, I'd, I'd have like you know, there, there have been a handful like here and there of people who had passed, and it was it was like, no, oh, that's a drag. But like when for some reason, just when when Joey Ramone died, I was like, fuck, dude, like. So I trans. mean, those guys were like the fucking those guys were like the fucking Beatles to us. You know, what I mean, like yeah. the way that like yep. old people look at the Beatles, like the Ramones were like the reason that <laughs> we love music the way that we do. 
You know, I mean, I'd gladly yeah, I, trade. I still, I'd gladly trade Paul and Ringo to get Joey back. No, no, it wouldn't oh, take me, me two seconds. I wouldn't me think about it for a second. Too. Like I remember, I the remember Liverpool guys. Yeah, this is nice. Yeah, you fucking kill him off my my fucking. What have you got against Liverpool? You take. That's a man talking, you. Oh, I was I was just saying. I remember. I remember. Like I remember the very first time I ever heard the Ramones. I was at my friend Scott Hafner's house, and he like uh, we we were like rode BMX bikes and shit together. And I don't know how he got a hold of a, a copy of Mania. You know, that uh, compilation tape that oh, came yeah. out? I think it was like Dude, I know that album so well. It had 30 yeah, songs on it. And it was like a step back when rolled. they really took advantage of the CD technology. And it's funny because yeah. when I bought the individual albums later, it was like, why is this song not coming on next? Why? Because you know, <laughs> I, I, I had that album yeah. memorized because I listened. Yeah. To, I literally wore the CD up, scratched the CD up so bad I couldn't use it. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But, like, I remember, like, uh, he just... He, he put it on and like you know uh, I want to I want to be sedated is the first song and I remember hearing that and just thinking like holy shit this is what music is supposed to sound like That's like this is what this is what this is like this is how I want to feel yep. and what I want to think when I hear music and yeah and it was like you know still Dude, that, I still think about my... that all the time anytime I, anytime I hear that fucking song I'm like it's the Ramones like that's and yeah, that I was, I was, it was, I was off to the races at that point. Same song, I, same song I heard first must have been about eighty-seven or so. I would guess. Yep, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, that's, oh, that's cool. Oh, really? That was your first, the first song you heard by the Ramones? Well, because after the after midnight, I, I grew up in the Milwaukee area. After midnight, the DJs could play whatever they wanted. So I was sitting there listening to my radio after midnight, and this song came out. I'm like, wow, what is that? It's like everything I like, but it doesn't have all the goofy parts that are. You know, because yeah, I was like, that's so cool. I was like a hair metal, like it's like a hair metal kid, right? I mean, I was, you know, I'm of that yeah. age, you know. <laughs> hair metal slash Depeche Mode, apparently. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, now I have no hair and I have no metal. <laughs> Look, man, a lot of those hair metal bands and Depeche Mode have a lot more in common than than I think any of us really want to fucking listen. Uh, uh, you write, you write a good there. enough, you write a good enough tune, I'll pay attention. So, so Mike, you know, I remember the first we, Mike and I met one time in the flesh when the Architects were touring with. Uh, exploited. The Living End. No, that three piece band from Australia. The Living End, yeah. The oh, The Living End. Yeah. I fucking love those guys. Those guys are great. Yeah, yeah. They did they a couple great, of Midwestern dude. shows with The Living End, and Mike was, I don't remember, we were talking or something on the, and and he's and he's like, Are you in Grand We said they were playing a Grand He's like, Oh, yeah, I'm not going to be able to make it or whatever. And anyway, he ended up putting me on the guest list, and my, because my, my sister in law is a huge fan, but then my sister in law and my brother got into a big fight about it or something, and actually, I ended up going by myself. But at the time, I remember Mike wasn't drinking, which is all fine and good. I don't care if people drink or don't drink, right? And then I remember last time we talked to him, he said he had loosened up on that a little bit of the pandemic. So how's how's that going? Are we still are we still? Uh, you, you said you were sipping a little bit tonight, Mike. Not to get you in trouble. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to rat you out. But you're, you're sipping a little whiskey tonight. I wish I was. Uh yeah 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 it's uh. Yeah, the last few months have been, uh, you know, they've been uh, difficult, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, not the, you know, I don't want to dig down too far on it. But, uh, gotcha. Yeah, I, I am, I'm definitely not. Uh, not the I'm, I'm not as, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly not as sober as the first time you met me. <laughs> well, so, listen, I think we can all say that. Yeah, I, it's definitely been a. a... <laughs> It's definitely been a bit of a coping mechanism with me uh, this last year and a half too. So sometimes I'll be like, yeah, you know, I'll take a little, take a little time off, and then you know, and then my mate Neil will come up and we'll just 
drink like a bunch of college kids for a weekend and then <laughs> and I'll, I'll take fall, a little more. I'll fall asleep. Yeah, exactly. We'll take a, <laughs> take a little break. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, but no, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I thought that question was going to be more fun than it was. But it's, it's, <laughs> it seems to kind of drag us back down to earth. So I'll tell you what. I'm going to have Neil ask. Neil came up Man, with this I'm, question. I'm, dude, I'm sorry, you guys. Like, I, I can only imagine like what a fucking dragon's got to be. No, no, no. It's like an interview person. No, it's fine. No, <laughs> no, no, no dude. It's all good. I mean, we wouldn't have had you on if, if that was true. I mean, if you guys really want me to take you through the last like just abysmal fucking six months yeah, of this, yeah. you know, just like staring into the fucking void. No, no, not at all. You know, every night. I mean. I, we can do that, but I don't think you or anyone listening to this wants to hear it. <laughs> Probably not. That's all right. Sorry, we don't mean to. And laugh actually, and actually, you know what? Hey, just listen to the new record. All the yeah, clues you, you are there. Well, it's funny. Like I said, I think I think talking to you now, I definitely think some of my instincts about the the new record were right, and they will be in digital words here probably next week. I don't know. If I'll, I'll get I don't hey, know that I'll get done this. Week, but, why is it yeah, called? Why is it called Guns and Gas? Um, well, uh, just, yeah, that just seemed like, uh, I don't know. It just seemed like a cool title. And, um, comes from the I first mean, song, right? A, a, like, a lot of the, uh, yeah, I guess it does. I guess it does. Like I always end up like titling things, you know, after, after the fact, like, uh, actually the, the last record, the, the last LP, uh, Chris and I, Chris Wagner, the bass player, um, we were, um, we, we were having like a kind of a long conversation about what we were going to call the record, you know, like really sort of like uncharacteristic for he and I. And um, we didn't really come up with anything. You know, we had, we had like all these, all these names and all these styles and it just didn't work. And then, you know, we ended up like, Oh man, we should like last song in the record. The last line of the record is all this time is ours. Let's just call it that. And mm-hmm. it just and it just worked. And guns and gas just sort of it just made sense at the time. Okay. You know? I mean, and it, and and it's a lot. You know, a lot of the you know, a, a, a lot of a lot of the vibe of the record is kind of centered around that. Yeah. I okay. Think. I thought maybe it was named after like your favorite store in town or something. <laughs> no, no. God, <laughs> yes, no. A gas station that sells guns too. <laughs> It's in Missouri. Oh, it's pl- happen, dude, yeah. there's pl- there's plenty of those around here, but no, <laughs> no. Uh-uh. So. Let me let me. This is off topic because I was going to have Neil ask you our, our uh, one of the other hit me quick questions. But all the hell, the all the hell in the world single was that? I, I think I know what that was about. But do you you want to talk about that song was about? Oh, a little I'd bit love to. Was... I would love to talk about that actually because I don't think anyone really knows. Uh, you tell okay. me what you think it's about. Well, I thought it was like your little nod to Laura Jane Grace. Yes, it was. Oh, yeah, okay. Did I? Well, did I did I get it. That, or did you figure that out? No, I just I remember the 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 cover art. No, I just kind of put the whole thing together. I just because the lyric lyrically it kind of points in that direction, right? Yeah. Oh man, that's so cool. Like, like I I didn't I didn't really think that's that why I'm the record. Review, that's why I'm the record reviewer guy, Mike. <laughs> very perceptive. Did you know that? Did you know that the Piano Man by Billy Joel is about people sitting in a bar drinking their lives away? No, I'm just, anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. Really? That's what it's come to. <laughs> Fucking Billy Joel. Yeah. Billy Joel. Billy Joel, dude. Yeah, let's not talk about Billy Joel. Oh, anyway, yeah. But no, that's, <laughs> but so, that's cool, man. Yeah, and I was, like, uh, actually, a friend, I've been meaning to try and get her a copy of that single for a while, and I just haven't ever, like, followed up with it. You know, because, like, well, nothing else, I, I just, I think it'd be cool just to be like, hey, man, or, I'm sorry, hey, 
Um, person. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. No, I, I, it, watching your pronoun game is like it's it's kind of it it's kind we, of a thing. It's kind of a thing for guys. Dude, well, dude in a less in a less show, fun, we str- it, I struggled with that. Our last well, episode, also, Neil was sort of trampling all over, and I know he didn't mean to, and I, I think people who listen to us know that. And we're not, mm-hmm. we're, we don't, we're just not, we're not being hurtful. You know, we're not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. We're just, oh, dude, of course, of course not. I work with, I work with two transgendered women that are, love them to death. And like, I, like, there's so, so many times where we'll just be working together, and I'll be like, oh man, I love that record. And I'm just like, oh shit, I really hope that she's not, you know. And, and but that's kind like, of a, like, that's kind it. of a, that's almost gender, like saying, "Hey, man, you know," because I, I hear women say that. You oh, know, I, I think, yeah, I think I it's mean, sort I've of talk, neutral. Uh, yeah, I've I've talked I've talked that way since I was a little kid. You know, it's just like I, exactly. You know, I, well, the fact of the matter is, people our age, people of our age, <laughs> use lots of words that we shouldn't anymore. You know, just yeah, the way we probably, grew up. probably, but but, uh, but yeah, but 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 at any rate, yeah, I, I would I would I would really love for her to uh, have a copy of that record. Well, she's playing at punk rock bowling, but since you dissed it, I'm not. I'm even gonna try to get to her to give her a copy of it. Hey man, I'll 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 just punk rock bowling all day. <laughs> Quite well, it was uh, well, yeah. Laugh while you can. I'm gonna see Devo. We're gonna see Devo. Hopefully, hopefully. That's pretty dope. Um, That's pretty and then dope. you did, and then the cover, the B side was like a Jawbreaker cover or something. Oh no, it was a uh, it was Samayam. Oh Samayam, that's right, that's right. Yeah, it was Samayam. It was uh, at the Sky Flying By. Yeah, which I totally, cool. I, I, I totally rearranged that song because like the original version of that song, kind of, it doesn't suck, but like it really kicks ass until um, about two minutes and thirty seconds into the song, and it goes into this like really long, just kind of you know halftime like space jam thing that just goes nowhere and there's no lyrics, there's no anything, so I just like chopped that off and I wrote a third verse to it like that third verse like those are my words like i just thought that like if there was a third verse to this song this is what it would be so wrote that and then (laughs) i i actually sent the record to sergi because the guy who put that record out um this guy sid from too much rock here in kansas city uh he had he had sergi's uh, email sergi from sam i am and I wrote him an email. I was like, hey, man, uh, I hope you're cool with this. I kind of took some liberties with this cover. Um, I hope you're okay with it. You know? And he never wrote me back. I, I was really kind of hoping that I would e- either get like a, hey, that's cool, or hey, fuck you, that wasn't cool. And uh, I didn't get either. So I was I guess, I guess the good news is his lawyer didn't write you back. I would have so. been fine with that, too. I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm, wait, I'm waiting to hear from fucking Sunrise lawyers any day now. Like I mean, getting, getting sued, I'm all for it. You know, like yeah, good luck getting you know, from a turnip. You know? you know, I was gonna say they say any publicity is good publicity, right, Mike? Oh well, especially when I'm concerned because you know, you know, I don't, I don't have any money, so yeah, you know, they can, they can, they can try to get blood from this turnip all they want. <laughs> so here's here's that my, should here's be the name thought. of the EP right there. there blood <laughs> from a turnip. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's funny because part of me says, "Well, there's only seven songs on this thing. I'd like a little more length. It'd be nice to add add a few songs to it." And, <laughs> that's, you know, what, that's what make... the ladies say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what she said, right? <laughs> we could be quite immature around here. Yes, but yes. but the problem is the songs all kind of work together, so you don't just want to like record four more songs and kind of jam them on there, right? No, and and actually, I had written uh, two. I wrote two more complete songs and one other um, ink song that just didn't work with the with the, the whole general thing hmm. so 
I mean, I'm already, I, I've, I've already been working on some stuff. Like, we're probably going to do another LP like next year, if, if not, maybe later this year. I mean, you know, it's a bunch of songs I can't afford, man. <laughs> so you just you're 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 tapping out. You're 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 inspired, and you're right. I mean, that's that's the thing. You know, let's do it. Because yeah, who knows? Yeah. Because you might, you know, yeah. a year from now, you might kind of hit a block where you, oh, I need a little time off or whatever. So yeah, it's good. It'd be nice if you could go out there and crank them out live, but hopefully, hopefully sooner rather than later, I guess. Yeah, and 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 I'd I'd like to play live again for sure, but you know, I don't want to play live until Buddy can play. You know, Buddy, our drummer. Yeah. Like, yeah. So you would if like if for some reason he's like, hey man, I can't do it. Like I really kind of think like we're done playing live. You know, like I just <laughs> only want to play with him. Just, mm, just, like, just like seven seconds, right? Because the drummer couldn't do it anymore, so Kevin split up the band, right? I mean, yeah, kind of. And 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 man, what a great analogy! Because I love Seven Seconds. Like they, they were yeah, one there's of my a, favorite bands ever. I love that band so much. A lot worse bands to be compared to. All right, I'll tell you what. Here's yeah. here's the game plan, Neil. You're gonna ask him our famous Johnny 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 question, and then we are going to play the last song on the album which is we're going to skip the acoustic one mike just because i think stylistically i think the rest of them work better with this sort of format really you want you want to you want to skip that song you don't want to hear the story behind that song all right all right all right i'll tell you what <laughs> you ruined his plan see what all you right did there? mike tell us the story behind this song we'll play the acoustic song and then and then our we'll get email or get emails from people going what are you guys are you guys doing a folk show now you sons of bitches no it's fine it's fine no tell us the tell us the uh, story behind this I'll song because you, 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 you had never you had you had never done an acoustic song on any of your albums before had you uh nothing that was re- was released no okay no um and also uh Anyone who emails you or me about this and has a problem with it, <laughs> you'll find 301 West Armor Boulevard in Kansas City, Missouri. There you you can reach me there anytime after 7 p.m. Just you want to talk about it? <laughs> I'll meet you in the fucking street. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, okay. hey, settle down. So what's the, settle down over there. What's the, yeah. <laughs> Neil, Neil's the guy in the show who's usually threatening, threatening to fist fight people. All right. So what is your, <laughs> tell, us, tell us the story about this song. Oh, it's it's just a song I wrote in in maybe five minutes after getting chased by the cops and gassed by the cops and and I just snapped, at, man. It, oh, so it's like a pro. It was like at a protest, not just like you were yeah. on a meth bitch driving yeah, around in no, your Lincoln. Was, was, no, was, okay. no, well, here's the thing. Like there there was a protest and um, and, uh, they 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 put a, a nine o'clock uh, curfew on everybody. Um, sure. And so, and at, right at nine o'clock, I mean, they started shooting rubber bullets, like hitting us with mm. gas. Like, I mean, it was it was fucking scary, man. Like, it was I really bet. really intense. And and yeah, a, a gas canister like hit my foot. Like, I have a video of it actually. <laughs> and um, I don't know, like, I, I I just I just snapped. Like, I, I I don't think I've ever written anything. I just came home, grabbed my guitar, and and just it just came out. And, like, and it that pretty was much. It. It stayed as it was, pretty much. Yeah, no, that's the demo. Like the recording is that's oh, what okay. I recorded that night. Yeah. All right. So this is the yeah, sensitive that's... side. This is the lighter side of Hip Shot Killer right here. There's this nothing is called light about this. But, uh, <laughs> no, yeah. but music musically, you're right. Lyrically, it's actually about <laughs> as dark as anything you've done. But but musically, it's it's kind of mellow. It's it's kind of his tribute to uh, Woody Guthrie, I would say. This is called yeah, uh, I Don't Want to Die. Hip Shot Killer. I Don't Want to Die. I don't want to die Neither do my friends I don't want to die 
You know we're gonna get we're gonna work our way through this entire you, yeah we you are. people are gonna get That's an entire fine. preview of this thing this uh, EP which is pretty cool actually yeah um, I agree well, now, I think the old, I think the whole EP is only about I don't I don't think it's eight, I don't eighteen think it's minutes more like twenty minutes right? eighteen minutes and twenty five seconds oh well there you go see that, that's what Spotify told me. <laughs> Those are the kind of stats. Yes, Spotify is good for something, see? Those are the type of stats that force them to keep most of the artist's cash so they can provide important information like that to the listener. Mm. But, yeah, I know. Spotify sucks. I do. I do. I wish wish you – what you said about Bandcamp is actually true. I think that's the most artist-friendly one. And I do – try to do the like Bandcamp Friday thing where they like once a month we'll do it where they don't where Bandcamp doesn't take their cut. I love that. Oh man, that's awesome too. Like I I, I notice that like I notice that like my my online sales from Bandcamp like always spike. Like from when that on that Friday stuff. So other people are paying attention. Well that's good. And and, like and you know it's not like Bandcamp is Amazon or something. You know, it's not like it's some evil corporate entity. I don't you know because I know they're pretty their cuts pretty generous compared to most of them, and I understand they have mm-hmm. infrastructure at the sport. So anyway, yeah, I mean they 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 take they take a they take a, a fairly substantial cut from the online sales, but uh, but it kind of I mean it it kind of balances out. I mean they I mean it's still you know you're still like getting paid, you know. Yeah, better than better as, than as that. opposed to any other, anything else. One as opposed to one three hundredth of a cent or whatever it is on Spotify. Yeah, one three thousandth of a cent. Yeah, one. Oh, was it three thousand? Holy it's cow! Point zero zero three. Good God! Yikes! Yeah, yeah. I read it. You know, I read it right and I said it wrong. Um, yeah. Well, listen, man. Thousand spins, you get three cents. <laughs> there you Not go. Bad. Not there bad. you go. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> that take that to the bank. It is got a little business. Yeah, I wonder. And yeah. can you even can you even justify it slightly and say, well, it gets more people out to the shows? Does it even work like that? I don't even have any idea. I mean, maybe somebody will find you on there, but generally, I'm going to look for an artist on there. I'm not just like surfing Spotify, right? I don't know. I don't. Know. All right, Neil. I, listen. I, I, no, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say I have not experienced that. But uh, yeah. my my band probably doesn't create the kind of traffic that uh, 
know, well, or you probably, I, I think they ask you to, like, oh, we'll put you in our recommended, but then you have to give up that huge, one, you know, three thousandth of a cent per spin. <laughs> if you're willing to give up your revenue sharing, we'll uh, put you in an algorithm so that after somebody plays Lagwagon, a hip shot killer song will pop up or whatever, you know. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know how. <laughs> Tom, you're making, him, you're making him more upset. Would you stop? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, talk I, about him. Know, we, we, we're taking this depressed guy. We're trying to have a little fun with him, and then I'm, I'm just reminding him of all, yeah. of all his problems. Yeah. But you know what? The, the, here's, the, here's the truth. Mike makes music because he wants to make music. That's all there is to it. He doesn't, you know, he knows he doesn't have any unrealistic expectations about it. He does it because he's got a song inside him, and he puts a song out. And I appreciate that. You know, there's. It, 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 He's he's you know it's not like he's gonna get scooped up by a major label at this point in his life. So I I appreciate the <laughs> artist who does it for the right reason. Maybe he will. Maybe Sire. Maybe CMO Sire is gonna hire him tomorrow. Yeah, right. And then and Spotify is gonna come have us take Neil or uh, uh, Joe Rogan's place too. Neil, give us a multi billion dollar contract. I can it's, do it's, that. It's a, I can be oh, a big asshole on the. Man, I'll, I'll, I'll would, tell you. I would, what, I would love to see that happen. I'll <laughs> tell you, Mike. If, if they if if Spotify wants to give us you know a trillion dollars to do a, do our podcast for them, you will be our musical director. We will hire you to uh, you can write theme music for us, and we'll all be rich. That'd be fucking sick, dude. Yeah, but yeah, until then, until I'd then, be all over that. Until then, I just hide in my bedroom talking into this big black metal dick-shaped microphone. <laughs> yes, looking the the dread zeppelin you've right, got on yeah, your that's, chest. That's it. I, okay, I'm already up. I'm already up past my bedtime. I'm on Eastern time. Listen, uh, so, stop complaining. And Listen, I, I have well, asked, no, I have not asked him the I, question yet. We we have well, it's funny because we have a lot of thunderstorms rolling in, and I'm on call for work this week. And thunderstorms are death in my business because all you know we lose power, and I'm going to be running around all night with a generator and all that kind of stuff. But all right. I guess I'll be I'll be making big money. All right, for all right, Neil, ask him the question, and then we'll talk about the last song, and then I got to go to bed, and or actually I got to go check on my my uh, 17 year old son's got his new friend over. I got to go make sure they're. Ooh. What's her name? Yeah, her name is, you know, it, I, I'm not even going to get into the names because I'm not. <laughs> we need to be a little longer term before I. I mean, I don't even. Let's, if we're being honest, I don't even know all my cousin's spouses' names. <laughs> Fair enough. I get because that. Because they had to be around for a while before I even bother, you know. Yeah. But anyway, I'm sorry. Ask, ask him the question. All right. You know? oh, ask okay, him Mike. the question. This is the, the, the definitive punctual die question. Okay, Mike. So, Johnny Thunders? Johnny Rotten, Johnny Ramone. Who would who's your who's your pick? Johnny Ramone. Oh, without a second thought. Look at that. Now, why would what that you say? be? I, I, he I said, lost that. I he said Johnny that. Ramone. Before I do, before I even knew what the question was, I I could tell. I was like, it's Johnny Ramone. Interesting. Johnny Ramone. No, he's he's like, you know, I know that he doesn't give a fuck, but a lot of people gave a fuck the way that that yes. guy played guitar. And when I when I like saw a picture of him or a video, I was like, like that's the reason I learned how to play. Like, I don't, you guys have probably never seen me play guitar, like really in my band or anything. But like, I'm really good at like downstrokes. Like, I only play downstrokes, and it's because of Johnny Ramone. There you go. Yeah, I have se- I have seen you once, and uh, oh, that's right, we were the architects, right? Yeah, yeah, the architects. Hopefully yeah. again. But well, anyway, that was that, that was much too quick. It's too easy for him, huh? And you damn Yanks! No one's ever said Johnny Rotten. It sucks. You got Yanks. So you all stick together. I love jo- I love Johnny Rotten, but mm. for me personally, I just I I pick I pick Johnny Ramone also because when I was a young guitar player starting out, um, 
there's nobody I stole from two guys. It was Steve Jones and it was Johnny Ramon. Those are the two guys I stole from. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't know that Steve Jones had stole all his licks from Chuck Berry, but now <laughs> I do. But. Oh, Johnny, well, I mean, come on. we Dude, we all stole our licks from that's Chuck That's true. Berry. Any if rock you, and roll guitar player has stolen that's from true. Chuck Berry, whether he knows it or not. I mean, Keith like, Richards is, is richer than the Pope from stealing from Chuck Berry, essentially, right? I don't think anybody stole from anyone. I think that, like, I mean, Chuck, Chuck just kind of wrote that book, and everyone just kind of like, you know, you know, t- uh, uh, played in after him. Yeah, you know? I don't think he's stealing from anything. I mean, it's just like you know, especially when it comes to guitar riffs, it's just like you know, you learn, you learn the Chuck Berry riff, you learn the James yep. Brown riff, you learn the Jimi Hendrix riff, you know, and like you know, who knows where sure. that stuff actually came from? Like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not, um, I don't know music theory for shit. I mean, I know a few things, but like not for the most part. But like, no, I've, I've just got like, you know, like, like I said, like the like play the Jimi Hendrix riff. Like everybody knows what that is, or the Jimi Hendrix chord. You know, the one from Cross on Traffic, like that thing. Sure. You know, and and you know, same thing, same thing with Chuck Berry, like da na 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 na, like you know. Then Steve Jones did it, and so did fucking Brian James, you know, from The Damned, and everyone else who who played in who. Who played lead guitar in a rock band has done that riff at some yep. point, and it's you know Chuck did it first. There you go. Well, yeah, you heard it here right. first, folks. Johnny well, listen. Okay, so that's, <laughs> is, is is there anything else? Okay, anything else you need to get off your chest, Mike, before we talk about this very last song on the EP, which I think is oh. actually I think this is your best song. I think this is the best song on the EP. The last song. Oh, thanks, I think the man. first I, two I, songs I, are scorchers, but I think this. I think this last song, even though you sort of had this, your voice is kind of like intentionally blown out. But I, th- I think that's the catchiest song on the record. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. Like it's, uh, it's, it's probably my. Well, I don't know. I, I like that song a lot. Like I, I, again, um, I'll, I'll tell a quick story about it. Sure. Um, I had kind of come to the end of the record and I was like, man, I really like, I had these two other songs that were going to be at the end of the record. One was like this, like total ELO ripoff. And the other one was just like, this, this kind of whatever thing. And I was like, man, this is not working. It's just not fucking working. And I just grabbed my guitar and hit that first G chord. And like that song, like I wrote that song in like 20 minutes. Like it just mm. came out. And it's like, I don't normally write in, in my opinion, funny or clever lyrics, you know, I just, I'm not, I'm not that kind of a songwriter. And like, you're more of, more of a brooder. You're more of a brooder. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a fucking drag is what I am. And I fucking, uh, <laughs> you heard it here first, fucking, folks. Mike is a drag. You heard it here first. Mike is a drag. Uh, but no, like that, that line, like the, I'm broken hearted and I just got out of jail. I'm like, you know what? I'm sticking by that. <laughs> that's some Mike. That's some Mike Ness level. That's some Mike Ness level lyric writing right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, and it's like you know, I I just kind of felt like you know, I, I felt okay with it. I was like, man, that's I'm alright with that. It's like you know, that song that like half of that song's true and the other half isn't. But like uh, the the half that, that isn't true is my favorite part. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so yeah, thank you. I like that song too. So I was gonna say, anything else you want to get off your chest, and we'll, we're gonna play the, or we're gonna play this last song, and we're gonna go to bed before the storms um, come. Yeah, I, I don't. I think I think we've kind of covered it. Um, 
you'll think of it when you wake up tonight at like two in the morning to go pee. You're like, oh dang it, I really wanted to talk about this or that, and I totally forgot. But that's all right. That's why. Well, this works. I mean, I mean, uh, we're not I, very I focused. Anyone, uh, we're scattered. No, I know. I, I think I think that anyone listening right now can probably guess uh, where my my politics lay as far as uh, uh, sure. you know America is concerned, and it's uh, <laughs> yeah where where we are. And yeah. uh, and also and also that uh, you know quite honestly I, I need to pay a little bit closer attention to uh, those earlier uh, Echo and the Bunnyman records. Yes, you do. There you go, Neil. You know, if you yeah, only learn one thing, yeah. you only learn one thing. That maybe not be the worst thing in the world to learn, right? Yeah, yeah. I still yeah. say that Jesus and Mary Chain are the best, but that's mm. true. But we, we'll see. Okay, look, I tell you what. When we when we do this interview again, like a year from now, hopefully when like the records coming out, when our new yep. records coming out, we'll. Well, Neil, you and I can kind of see where we're at as far as like Echo and the Bunny Man. Are Jesus and Mary Chain still going? They played. Yeah, they yeah, played I, at Riot I, Fest yeah. a few years ago. Well, I might have been like ten yep. years ago. Now. They played Riot Fest. I went and saw them in Chicago uh, just a few years ago, and uh, what was that? The they, they were great. Something? The Aragon. Something uh, like it got moved. It mm. got moved from the Aragon. It was originally at the Aragon, and it got moved to the Vic because they didn't oh, sell I love any the, tickets. I love the Vic. Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. I did, yeah, man. I love the Vic too. I, I've I've seen a bunch of shows there actually. It was it was it was really really cool. It was a great show. Like they 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 put out a new record. Uh, well, they put out a record in 2017 that just was everybody was really looking forward to it, and it's just not that great. So, you know, you like yeah. it, it 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 has its moments there, but like I mean the 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 string just really fell out of that band's back. Um, in like right after uh, Stone and Dethroned, I think that acoustic record they did, and that's not even that great. Like if that record had about six less songs on it, it'd be fucking brilliant. But it's mm. it has like seventeen tracks on it. You know, of course it was nineteen ninety four. I mean that was what bands were doing. You know? It was the golden era Every- of CD where we had eighty minutes available. And we're sure is going to use it, right? Dude, it's true. It's true. I mean, I'm, that, I'm I mean, so happy that, that we've gone the back to the half. I'm so happy that we've gone back to the half-hour record, honestly, because I think that's the sweet spot. You know, those Ramones albums were 14 too, songs, 30 minutes, right? And Or yeah. 40 minutes tops. I mean, when I was a kid, man, you know, with the 90-minute TDK tape, if a record was too long to put on one side of the tape, of, of the 90-minute tape, then you had to pick a bad song and cut it out anyway, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. 45 minutes, that's all you get. <laughs> 30 is better. But, and, and just yeah. and just to put this just to put this in context, Echo and the Bunny Man had five albums out before the Jesus and Mary Chain's first album came out. So there you all go. right, well, shit. I mean, you you must be. I, yeah, I was I was really mistaken on like how early those records but, but uh, were, the were Bunny, starting to I mean, be peppered out. Jesus and Mary Chain were so gnarly sounding. Uh, Echo and the Bunny Man weren't gnarly sounding, were they? I mean, I, I feel like we're talking apples and no. oranges here. Echo and the Bunny Man, like, one of the first post punk bands, my friends. Oh, whatever. Influential, influential as hell. Oh no, he, he's not wrong. He's you're you're not wrong, Neil. You're absolutely he's, right. Neil's very so. territorial, man. You get within fifty miles of his hometown, he's gonna fight about it. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Orchestral like maneuvers that, in the dark. Don't even stop me on those guys. <laughs> <laughs> OMD from around there too. Oh, my they God. are, yeah, yeah. Man, that's another band that I, you know, I've always, always kind of been like really interested in and and never dug down on you know every time he watches every time he watches valley girl he's like oh i really like this yeah if you (laughs) or whatever it was (laughs) yeah they were definitely they were definitely like a mid 80s they had like a huge hit but that was really the only 
commercial success they had. Oh yeah, I mean, dude, a lot of those bands had huge like you know MTV hits in America. They've been you know bumming around England for fucking 10 15 years i, I love the i love those valley girl bands type bands you know the plim souls and uh modern english oh, dude, bands. they had great great songs peter, peter case believe it or not peter case is probably like my biggest like vocal like influence like i'm not a huge fan of his solo work and i love the pencils but i mean just like i remember hearing his voice like that he has like the perfect voice you know because hmm. he kind of screams but he kind of sings at the same time like yeah, I've I've always thought that he's just was he had a perfect voice. There, the, you now you've now you've really heard it here first, right? Hip shot killer directly <laughs> influenced by the Plim Souls. Interesting. Fuck yeah! Oh, totally. totally. You know, it, it would and, and and people make fun of a band like the Plim Souls because they were they were truly a one hit wonder. They only had one big hit. But you know what, Mike, you're a struggling well, musician. Well, anybody knows about. It. I mean, if you listen to those records, well, they, they have tons of good songs. Like, but I was going to say, as you know, I was a musician for many years. I know you've been a musician for many years. Who wouldn't Who wouldn't be happy for that one hit at this point, right? At this point in our lives, yeah. like, hey, I'll take that one hit. That'd be great. I'll license it out to every crappy movie made. I don't care. Well, well yeah, checks. especially if you're especially if you're smart enough not to get rid of your fucking publishing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Me. Send me the checks, man. Send me the checks. All right. Listen, we're gonna we're gonna saying. say we're gonna say goodbye to Mike until his next album. And you know it's it's funny because I I probably won't talk to him for another year, and then he'll uh, shoot me an email or something, and be like, oh, awesome, let's do it. But uh, that's the type <laughs> of relationship that we're at at this point. And, but it, well, who knows if we travel again? Once traveling gets out, maybe we can actually get together and get together and break bread or something. But listen, let's. So we're gonna play the last song from the the Guns of Gas EP. This is called "Don't Call Me." It's half true. As as he admitted earlier, and it's got some Mike Ness level ear credit, and it's it boys, is it's, it's, boys, it's an up, it is upbeat song. Boys, I'll, you, you'll you'll hear it here first. It's becoming more true by the minute. So <laughs> he doesn't want us to call him ever again, Tom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not you. No, 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 not you guys. Not you guys. Not you guys. You guys you're actually get, you You're actually getting text messages right now that are making this song more true while you're talking to us. I see how it is. All right. No comment. But listen, man. Thanks, thanks for talking to us again, Mike. I, yeah, I thanks, enjoyed Mike. it, and you know, you've reached a certain alumni status now with two visits to see us. <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, we, uh, so yeah, no, it's good, man. Let us know what you got going on, and we're more than happy to. Uh, and you know, the fact of the matter is, I feel like we've only last time we kind of did your history, but I feel like we only kind of tapped into. Because I know you spend a lot of time on the road and stuff, so maybe next time we'll have to actually do some prep work and not just be lazy bastards and you know, <laughs> come up with come up with those real gotcha questions like you know, where was the strangest place you ever woke up on the road or or you know who was the biggest dick you know met on the road. So anyway, we'll, we'll uh, anyway next time when we're no, talking well, about man, man, if you know you 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 guys are, are more than welcome to to come up with those questions, but I can guarantee you that my answers are probably going to be boring as fuck. But I'll. I'll <laughs> I'll I'll do my I'll do my best to church it up. Well, listen, we can have we can have fun with the questions. So anyway, oh my wife's home. Time to go. <laughs> so. Hot. What's what is it like? Yeah. It's actually the party's over. Uh, the party's probably over yeah, downstairs yeah. now that you're home too. All right. Anyway, thanks a lot, Mike. So anyway, this is this is the last song with the Hip Shot Killer EP. It's out. It's digital. You get it on Bandcamp, and you can listen to it on Spotify if yeah, you don't like Mike to get it's paid. Every, it's everywhere. It's not. Yes. It's not on Apple Music yet, but it's going to be on Apple next week. Cool. There you go. I know. Okay. Neil, I know Neil's Apple Music guys. Yep, I am. All right, cool. So this is this is called 
don't call me. And thanks again, Mike. And oh, let's let's do our sign off, Neil. Do our okay. stupid sign off. Stay free. Keep a little mark in your heart. And we will smell you later. This is called Don't Call Me. Bye. See you next time. Thanks yep. for listening, everybody. See ya. I didn't want to have faith in you And let only that stay true I got caught up in the smoke and shouts of lies that matter most I don't want to be like you